If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, motherhood. One minute, your mom of the year. I love you, mommy. Then the next? <laughs> mm, not so much. From bath time to bullying, from potty training to puberty, parenting is full of challenges. But one thing is for certain, you are not alone. Welcome to Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, author, mother, parenting expert, Tara Clark. Join me while we tackle today's Modern Mom Problems. Welcome back to Modern Mom Probs. It's Tara. Today, we're going to be talking about habit hacking your health with Emily Nichols. Emily Nichols is the host of Habit Hack Your Health, a popular podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits for busy working moms. From her own struggles, Emily finally found the solutions to feeling empowered, confident, and how to live a healthy lifestyle that didn't feel hard or feel like just another thing to check off your to-do list. Emily is now on a mission to redefine self-care and equip other moms with these sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out and to start putting yourself first without all of that guilt. Emily is a wife, a mother, a certified personal trainer, an Orange Theory coach, a behavior change specialist, a Whole30 coach, and a Taco Tuesday enthusiast, as am I. Emily, welcome to the show. Sarah, I'm so excited to talk with you. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited that you're here. I was on your show last week. You're on my show this week. We're talking about all the hacks, all the habit hacking stuff that we could possibly do. So Emily, you are a mother, a coach, a podcast host. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, I wear many hats as most moms do, right? I'm, I am a boy mom. I have two boys that are 15 and 12. So I'm in the trenches of preteen and teenagers and whole new season of life with that. But like you said, I'm a habit and fitness coach. I've been a personal trainer and group fitness instructor since 2015, turned more into a habit coach. I still coach in person for folks at Orange Theory and at my church too. But it's really turned into a love of habit hacking, which means really bridging the gap between well, I know what I know need to do to take care of my health, but how the heck do I do it when I'm so like overstimulated, overwhelmed, overscheduled? And I like to give an analogy of all the tabs open in your head or all the tabs open on your computer is a very good analogy and really just helping women bridge that gap and help them feel less alone and I really lead with something like I, I like to call my atomic habits for women philosophy, where it's just, hey, 
girl, I know (laughs) sometimes life gets in the way. Like I had a two hour delay for my kiddos with snow this morning. I had a workout plan. So it's all right. We'll just do it later in the day or maybe not at all. And that's okay. And really helping women habit hack their health and seeing that, you know, it's not our fault. Our habits haven't stuck in the past. Maybe we just need to do them differently. So that's what we do through the podcast, Habit Hack Your Health, my programs and coaching and um, all the fun we have on Instagram as well. I love it. I love I love that you were mentioning about sometimes just being like, oh, well, my son recently started this new habit, which I'm very proud of him. In the past, he used to get frustrated about things and then he would, you know, carry on about being frustrated. But recently he started saying, oh, well, I'll try again. Or, oh, well, that just, you know, didn't work out that way. And, and now it's becoming a habit for him. And it's so great. It has changed his like perspective in so many wonderful ways. Isn't that cool when you see a light bulb for your kids sometimes like, okay, like they're rewiring their brain. Like sometimes I feel like we can learn from them as well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now that he started to say, oh, well, a lot, I say it too. So now like everyone in the family is going, oh, well, well, maybe that didn't work out, but I'll try it next time. And so it, it works for, for little kids. It works for grownups. It works for just about anything. So you mentioned James Clear and Atomic Habits. What drew you to wanting to become a habit coach? Yeah. Well, like I said, I've been teaching group fitness since 2015. And that really started like after my own transformation with my health. And my husband and I kind of went through like in September of that year. Like I remember like the date even because we was right before we were going on fall break. Like, right. It used to always be like, oh, I'm training for a vacation. And we decided to really just take a little bit more charge of our health. And we were doing this together. And it was the first time I actually stuck with something. And that felt really empowered as far as like really digging deeper into my food freedom habits. And it kind of snowballed from there as far as like movement and more like personal development stuff. But I noticed as my husband and I were going through like this transformation together as a family, I'm like, this comes a lot easier to him than it does to me. (laughs) Why do you think that is? That's not fair. I think we carry such an invisible load as mothers. My husband is amazing. He's an amazing partner. He's an amazing father. He helps so much around the house. He does so much. He's always willing to be like, I will fold your laundry and turn your leggings right side out, babe, even though. (laughs) Amazing. He's a keeper. 10,000 years longer. I'm like, I'm sorry. New Year's resolution, by the way, is getting my leggings off right side out. And that helps for sure. But it's just, it's so different for us. Cause you know, like I said, I back then my kids were a lot more smaller, but you know, I would help them lay out their clothes the night before I would help them. Like, did you get your homework done? Oh, I got to make sure to sign your book every night. And if I was out of town, be like, make sure to sign the kid's book every night. And I think we take a lot on a lot of these responsibilities ourselves just because we are nurturing by nature. And even as my kids have gotten older, you know, like preteen and teenagers, if any emotions they hold on to, I hold on to them too. And I'm sitting here thinking in my head, oh, I hope they're having a good day. How can I help them overcome this? And it's not to say that my husband doesn't either, but it was easier for him to be like, oh, hey, when I get off work, I'm going to go for a run. He's a runner. He loves to run outside. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up at 4.30 and work out from home. That way I'm here in case anyone needs me. And that was fine. Like That worked out well for me and our schedule, but it was a lot more 
mom guilt on myself to be like, oh, I can't go do this or I can't go do that. Or I'm going to make extra for dinner because my kids don't like, you know, cauliflower rice. So I'm going to make them some mac and cheese too. And it's not to say that he, we don't have equal parts, but I really do feel like there is such an invisible load. We carry more so mentally, emotionally, and things happen a lot of times where you have these internal or external distractions that happen where you just aren't able to keep up with your healthy habits, where you just kind of throw your hands up and you're like, well, you know, when things slow down, I'll start to do this. Whereas my husband, I think he just has a different mindset where he's like, well, things aren't ever going to slow down. I'm going to run because it feels good. And I'm a better patient, more dad and husband because of it. Whereas me, I'm like, well, what are my kids going to do while I go do this? So what I realized over time was though, as I dug deeper into like taking care of myself and helping other moms too, I was like, wow, like my kids like see that I'm a better mom and the way that I'm patient and the way I'm talking to them, the way I don't feel frazzled or like rage clean the house or (laughs) anything else (laughs) like that. And what I've noticed, especially as they've grown up, like they know, like they've actually said to me like, Hey, have you like, like worked out today? Have you gone like, do you maybe you should go for like a walk or something? Cause they know like I'm going to be showing up as my best self. And that really motivated me over time to be like, okay, you know, as I was digging into personal development, I was reading Atomic Habits. I'm like, this is all great, but how do I do this as like a busy working, like millennial mom, I'm 42. So like things are different now (laughs) than what they were even 10 years ago. So it's just a different way of thinking of habit loops and habit stacking and habit tracking and all these things. It's amazing strategies, but we have to think of it differently. It's a good point because the audience for Atomic Habits, I'm just guessing, may sort of be more male oriented. And now that you take it, and do it for moms, obviously it's more customized for us with that load. So you mentioned two different things that I want to sort of like explore. You mentioned habit looping and habit stacking. What are those? Yeah. Yeah. So we have so many different habit loops that we have throughout the day that we don't even think about, right? So a habit loop is a cue routine reward. So there's some type of trigger that causes you to do the habit or routine And on the other side, there's a reward. So like brushing your teeth, simple. We all have a trigger. It's usually like after you do something, then you brush your teeth. So you have some type of cue. Maybe it's after you get out of the shower, you brush your teeth. That's the cue. The routine is brushing your teeth. The reward on the other side, I have good dental hygiene. Or maybe even it's tied to maybe an unhealthy habit, right? So maybe you have a habit loop where every day at noon, you have a Zoom with your boss and you're feeling like, all the feelings after maybe a little stress and you go and you find yourself standing in front of the pantry, (laughs) just like sugar or salt. For me, it's always sugar. It's always sugar for me. It's salty for some other folks. And you do that habit of maybe caving into some emotional eating and the reward on the other side is maybe that dopamine hit. You got that sugar, you're feeling good, but maybe that's not serving you over time. So you can create new habit loops and you can create new habit loops around maybe habits that you have that aren't serving you as well. Now, habit stacking does play a part in that as well because a lot of times we have a lot of habits throughout our day where it's easy to stack on a new habit. Because you got to think of it this way, Tara. Like I mentioned, all those tabs open in our head to start a new habit that's opening a new tab. And sometimes we don't 
open that tab because we're like, I cannot open anymore. I'm so overwhelmed. That seems very hard. But if we make it super tiny and stack it on something we're already doing, you're more likely to make that habit stick. So brushing your teeth example, again, one of my favorite habit stacks for that is as I'm brushing my teeth, I say like a positive affirmation or a little prayer while I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like, okay, that didn't seem so hard. That was super tiny. And then from there, that almost triggers in your brain so much momentum, like, well, what else can I do? So that's a perfect example of habit loops and habit stacking and how you can use those strategies in a way where a mom could use them. Calling all parents of tiny titans, future CEOs, and mini movers and shakers. Is your little one a whirlwind of big dreams and even bigger tantrums? Do they have the potential to be unstoppable but lack the tools to navigate the everyday chaos? Then buckle up because Tapouts, the ultimate kids coaching program, is here to unleash your child's inner champion. Tapouts isn't about karate or soccer drills, it trains kids in building resilience confidence and communication skills that last a lifetime. Their expert coaches, who are basically superheroes in disguise, will help your child harness their energy to channel their power into positive action, face their fears by equipping them with the tools to overcome challenges and build emotional muscle. Forget tantrums and misunderstandings. Tapouts fosters clear communication, empathy, and healthy relationships. Discover their passions, whether it's building robots, painting masterpieces, or saving the planet. Tapouts helps kids find their spark and ignite their unique talents. Tapouts isn't just a program, it's a community, a village of supportive parents, empowered kids, and coaches who believe in your child's magic. So, ready to watch your little one tap into their full potential? Visit tapouts.com today and unlock a free trial session. P.S. Don't forget, the seeker code is TARA50 for 50% off your first month. Yes, I love that. When I brush my teeth, I do heel lifts. <laughs> you know, like you stand there stationary and I do a couple of heel lifts while I'm brushing my teeth. I know my husband, while he when right before he takes a shower and as the water is heating up, he does push-ups. And so, you know, like we, we try to add on little things. And it's funny that you say about the positive affirmation because that's something that we have our son do when he gets dressed in the morning. I love that. I love that so much. We we do something like in our habit hacking world, which I'll share with your world too, called pee squats. So every time we oh. pee, we do 10 squats. We wash our hands. We do 10 squats. So like if you're staying hydrated and go like pee 10 times a day, that's like 100 squats. Like, But it's spread wow. out, right? And even that's a good analogy, right? If I was to stand here and try to do 100 squats, like my glutes and my quads would burn out. My form would start to fall. I'm trying to do too much. But if we keep it tiny and stacked along throughout the day, you're going to get the same benefit in an easier way that doesn't feel overwhelming. I love that because it's something that we take for granted. I mean, you're in the bathroom anyway, right? You're brushing your teeth anyway. You're, You're waiting for the shower to heat up anyway. So you might as well use your time effectively as opposed to grabbing your phone and scrolling or kind of just staring at the wall. I mean, sometimes you need to stare at the wall. I guess it depends on the day, but (laughs) it depends on what's going on outside of the bathroom there. But I love those like small little incremental things. 
Yeah, totally. Or even the car, right? Like we are professional like Uber drivers, right? For our kids. Like I love car personal development. Like, or give me an example of that. Oh my gosh. So like listening to a podcast, obviously, like Modern Mom Probs and listening to my car and laughing along with Tara, like feeling good. Or maybe if if you know if you're 42 like me, I'm putting on like 2000s hip hop and just 100 like, yes, some biggie 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 driving down the road at the clean version 100%, of the yes. car and being like okay and feeling really good, just being pumped up by something like that. So anytime I'm in the car, I am doing something to help my mental and like emotional health. So either it's a podcast or it is music that just makes me feel something. Yes. Okay. I'm with you on that one. I was, I was wondering if you were going to say some sort of like exercise in the car. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, you could do that too, but I'm oh, all about I, like, <laughs> all about the music, all about I the mean, 2000s you, you hip hop. While you're driving, every stop sign, squeeze yeah. your glutes. <laughs> I have the funniest story. So when I was in high school, I'll never forget this. I was in the bus in high school and we stopped at an intersection and I looked at the car next to us and it happened to be our biology teacher who was a fitness buff. And this was again, years ago. She was a fantastic tennis player. And we stopped at this traffic light and she had her arms out the window and she was doing arm circles (laughs) while she was waiting for the light to turn green. That's what it was. I said intersection, but it was actually a stoplight. She was doing arm circles until the light turned green, then the light turned green. And then she put her hands on the steering wheel and then she went off and, you know, saw her in school first period for biology. But I'll never forget that because Mrs. Livingstone, God bless her, was out there doing arm circles. She was she was jacked. I mean, she was in phenomenal shape. And she she was an older woman. She was probably like 70 at Let's that point. Go. But she so she yes. was stacking her habits. She's like, right. I'm not gonna waste time at this traffic light. I'm gonna do something productive. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. And it's it's simple, right? It's so small like that. And we overcomplicate it, especially when it comes to health, right? Like diet culture has just made things so complicated and so like about your size or the, your weight or make, shrinking yourself where I'm at the age now where I'm like, girl, I've tried everything. I just want to have energy and still be able to have like tacos and margaritas. Yes. Yes. To the tacos. A thousand percent. Yes. We actually just had tacos last night. Oh. So we had taco Monday, which it's kind of weird because today's Every Tuesday. Day but <laughs> actually, you know what? In our house, it really is. Mm-hmm. Any day is taco Tuesday if you try hard enough. <laughs> so what do you say to the mom who says, you know, Emily, I just don't have time. Like I'm so busy. My kids are little. It's different because you and I have older boys now, but What about to the moms who are like, you know, my kids are home with me all the time. They're hanging all over me. I just can't do what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. I feel that like in my heart because you go through different seasons of life and it doesn't necessarily get easier. You do have a little bit more autonomy, I guess you would be able to do things as your kids are older, but you still like take them with you (laughs) in a way like emotionally. But when they're really little, you know, you see that quote, like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We don't, we don't. The same 24 hours I have now as a mom to a preteen and teenager is way different from when my kids were very, very little. But I kind of see it like this, like monkey see, monkey do. Like those kids are watching you and you're like, I do not have time. And like, girl, I get it. 
put on like a free YouTube video and find like a nice little yoga stretch and have your kids do it with you. They're climbing all over you. Maybe you're not doing it like to the point where like you'd want to, but you're doing something and they're seeing you doing that. And you're modeling such amazing habits for them as they get older as well. Like my kids are at the age now where they're like, man, I, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go work out. Cause I'm feeling really stressed out. I know it makes me feel better. And without me like nagging them, you know what I mean? So that's what I say. Like, I understand. I want them to feel seen and heard that we don't have the same 24 hours in a day. However, you can still incorporate, you know, movement with your kids, you know, creating healthy meals with your kids that don't have to be big or complicated. I can't stand finding a recipe and there's 20,000 bullet points. I'm like, just tell me the three ingredients I need and I'll probably put like some chili powder and cumin on it more than likely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's me. When I scroll through the food blogs, I'm like, please just get to the bottom of it. There's like a thousand ads and affiliate links. I just want to find the recipe. Let me just know what I need to do. I love that for them, but I'm like, just please give me the recipe. Yeah, we can make it a little bit more simple in our heads and it doesn't have to be perfect, right? We have social media now versus like our moms did when we were kids. And my mom wasn't really comparing herself to other people other than like maybe her neighbor or her girlfriend down down the street, right? Whereas now we have constantly in our head, like, look at this gorgeous meal I prepared for my kids and my beautifully aesthetic home. And, you know, we were just talking on my podcast, you know, I still have brown oak cabinets in my kitchen. (laughs) It's not a white kitchen, which is fine. And, you know, showing like, you know, this is real life and it doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be what is right for you in this season of life that you are in and pivoting those habits as your seasons of life change as well. I think that's the best advice because, you know, many times moms all together get lumped together as one big thing. But there's so many different seasons of motherhood in our lives that I'm a very different person now from when my son was two, right? And you grow with them. They grow and mature. You grow and mature. So you can't necessarily lump like all moms together, you know, when it comes to this sort of thing. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Totally different mom than I was when they were little. Right? Like, do you find yourself much more laid back in your parenting? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm so much more laid back. And in my mind, like I said, my oldest son is 15. He'll be 16 this spring. So like we're doing like the whole car thing and like him driving me is so weird. Like the first time in the car, I'm just staring at him like... You're so little. You're just my my little baby. And he's just like, stop. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it is more laid back. But in the back of my mind, I'm also thinking like, what life lessons can I give him before he goes off into whatever he wants to do when he graduates high school? And sometimes I do have to take a step back and be like, Emily, it's not that big. Like he's been watching you and my husband, our whole lives and his dad. And it's just like, you know, show up the best that you can and model those behaviors for him. But I am so much more laid back and trying to let him find out who he is as a person too. And sometimes that's a habit I need to kind of loop in for myself to be like, okay, am I nagging? Am I putting my own insecurities on him or like what I want for him in his future versus what does he want? Right. And sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, where is this coming from? Is this a habit that I'm starting to nag him now. And he's like, yo, like, leave me alone. (laughs) Like, really? And kind of leaning into that too. So yeah, 
And I tell them all the time, like, look, dude, I've never been the mom of a teenager before. I don't know what I'm doing. So please give me some grace. I'm going to screw up. Yeah, that that's a good line. But going back to what you were saying too, you know, many times when we talk about habits, we're thinking about exercise, we're thinking about nutrition, but rarely are we thinking about the habits in how we talk to our kids. And, you know, obviously this is a parenting podcast. We talk about parenting stuff all the time, but a lot of that stuff is rooted in habits. You know, are you nagging? Are you doing the same? Are you stuck in the same sort of habit loop when it comes to addressing your kids about certain things? So that's interesting what you said about tapping in with yourself when it comes to, you know, is it, am I putting my own insecurities on him? Am I putting my own anxiety onto him? So I think that's worth mentioning when it comes to habit stacking as well. For sure. Yeah. It can definitely turn into a habit in itself. And I don't want to totally (laughs) push him away or, you know, each of my boys, they have totally different personalities, different interests and adapting how I parent them is different. And, and actually voicing that to them as well. Like, look, your brother has struggles in this area. Your other, your brother has struggles in this area. And I have to meet you guys where you're at and really be intentional in the things that I say and own up when I'm like, Hey dude, I'm sorry. I was like really nagging you about this and I really didn't need to. And here's why. And usually he'll be like, okay, like <laughs> it's a big, bigger deal to me in my head than to him. But yeah, sometimes it can be a habit that you need to kind of step back and intentionally look at like, what is that mindset loop in your head that you're telling yourself that maybe you're, you know, mirroring onto your kids. Yeah, I think that's so helpful. I'm glad that we covered that. You know, it was like not something intentional that I was going to tap into, but I I think it's, I do too. I I think it's really important to mention both of those things because it's one thing to say, you know, you need to drink, and I'm just making this up, 85 ounces of water a day. Okay, now let's get into the habit of drinking that much water. But also as moms, like we're moms. And so we also have to think about how we are momming, and I'm using that in quotes, (laughs) (laughs) It's a verb. I'm going to make that a verb. How are we momming our children? You know, how are we parenting our children? And I think that's, it's super important to cover both things, both our hydration and our fitness, but also our mindset and perspective when we're dealing with our children. For sure. Yeah. What are some of your absolute favorite habits to impart with your community? Well, I already mentioned P squats. <laughs> I love that. I love that one. And and I feel like that's something that people can't argue. Like, oh, I don't have time for that. Yes, you do. If you're washing your hands and you're taking that extra five, you know, seconds that it's going to take you to do those squats, you have time to. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movement habit hacks. And it's funny and it's silly. And I made it that way on purpose. So you remember it. And to use that example, like, hey, I can do something small, a little bit sprinkled in throughout the day versus all at once and burning out, right? When it comes to mindset, one of my favorite habit hacks is, you know, stacking, making my bed while saying a positive affirmation. We have a rule, like who's last out of the bed has to make the bed. And it's usually my husband, but I've kind of gotten to the habit just over the past few months where I'm like, I am making the bed because I'm using that time to stack on. Okay, here's how I'm going to go about today. Here's how I'm going to be patient. Here's how I want to show up. What is my habit identity today? So what habits am I doing today that are going to support who I want to be as a coach, as a mom, as a wife, and so on and so forth. And it literally just takes a couple of seconds. And then as far as like nutrition goes, one of my favorite things to do is always 
make extra protein. So anytime I make a meal, I stack cook extra, cooking extra protein because we as women, especially like me, I'm 42, our muscle mass starts deteriorating over time. I know. It makes me so sad. Food. It's just <laughs> so rude. Things like staying where they should be staying, but we, we can take care of ourselves, right? And protein's a lot more satiating, makes you feel full, helps you feel more focused, helps you not, you know, cave into emotional eating, which is okay. If you do, sometimes we got to, you know, go, go have some cookies. I'm not saying you should never not do that again. But anytime I'm creating a meal, I will stick some extra protein in the air fryer or dinner time. I always stick like extra chicken thighs in the oven or just go throw them on the grill really quick. That way I have extra for the next day. That way I don't have to just eat like a bag of granola bars or something like that because it's quick and easy. We as moms, we need something quick and easy. And when it comes to nutrition and having something that's a little bit more satiating will make you feel good. And what all these really are, Tara, are something called keystone habits where they're so itty, bitty, 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 tiny, but they influence other healthy behaviors, right? The more protein I'm eating and satiated, I'm feeling, well, I have more energy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out. I'm gonna, I want to do like a workout class today. Like I'm, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling motivated. And now I'm feeling really good about myself. I'm going to, you know, do like a shower affirmation. I'm going to stack shower affirmations. And, you know, it just snowballs from there. And that's kind of what my own transformation story led to. It's like I started with food, then it turned to movement, then it turned to personal development. And it wasn't all at once. It was super tiny things that have grown into something now that I don't have to think about just like brushing my teeth, but it didn't happen overnight. You essentially like started your own healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, like it started one thing, but then it sort of just blossomed and it has others. to be customized for you, right? I really started with food because I am a big emotional eater. I used to work for a nonprofit and I drove in my car a lot fundraising and I would stop at the store to get stuff for the family and I get like a bag of like those Pepperidge Farm Milano Milano cookies. Mm, those are delicious. I haven't had those in a really long time, but they are delicious. My husband got put some in my little stocking for me and I love them with like coffee and I was hiding them from my kids. <laughs> but what I would do is I would get those like, oh, all the kids love these. And I would have one as I was driving and get out, do my work and get it back. I'm like, oh, I'd have another one. And then I would get home. Like I ate the whole package and then I would hide it under my seat out of guilt and shame. So for me, I really needed to start with food because for me, I was using it to deal with like stress and climbing the corporate ladder and anxiety and all of that. So that's where I started. You have to kind of take a step back and be like, well, what is number one going to work in this season of my life. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to Orange Theory like five days a week for an hour. Like maybe that won't work for you. Maybe you're in the summertime and you have more time in your schedule. Awesome. Go for that. Or maybe you really just need to, you know, I am have this story in my head. I'm telling myself all the time I need to, you know, just start with making my bed affirmations or brushing my teeth or shower affirmations or car affirmations. There's so many ways you can just stack that in there. So take a step back, think where season of life you're in and what type of healthy habit will inspire you. Cause then from there, it will inspire other healthy habits from there. Yes. I think so much of it really starts with mindset too. Don't you think so? Oh, for sure. For sure. When I finally stopped dieting and just thinking about like, what can I do to be healthier for me and for my family and just feel good and have energy and sleep well, that's when it really shifted for me. Yeah, We're training absolutely. for life, right? We're training for life. It's, not it's for a good point. Part. You know, people always say like, oh, I'm training for a 5K or, you know, something along those lines. But like, 
maybe no, you're girl, just training to. <laughs> I'm training for my 40s. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yes. Amen. I agree. 100 million percent. Right. Oh my gosh. Emily, what do you think? I'm switching gears here. What do you think is the biggest modern mom problem out there right now? There's so many, but for me, I think it is comparison due to social media, honestly, because like I get looped in, right? The algorithm figures you out pretty quickly that like, oh, she's a millennial mom. She likes looking at recipes and funny dog videos and following other fun like mom accounts like Tara's and then oop here we're going to slide in a before and after picture of somebody because maybe Emily's interested in a healthy diet or something like that and then you start comparing yourself and ripping yourself apart whereas before we didn't have like a constant you know comparison trap right at our fingertips with the phone where we can really make an intentional habit to use the phone just for times where it's for pleasure or for business and to get on and off. Like I have it set where if I'm on Instagram or for an hour, it tells me like, Hey girl, you've been on there for an hour and I get off. Like I'm like, okay, it's not very intentional or before bed. Like me and my husband just scroll like funny dog videos. We have a Labrador retriever and we like, we get sucked in. We're just like, Oh, it's so cute. And that's more fun, like bonding time too. So, but I think we have to really take a step back and think of how is social media serving me if whether you're entrepreneur, you're just a mom, not just a mom, but if you're a mom scrolling social media as well, how are you using that? And if it's causing like a, you know, your mental health to deteriorate or comparison happening, know that that's everyone's highlight reel. And maybe you need to make a new habit loop for yourself not to be on the phone quite as much. Yes, that is so important. I also use the same feature. There's a feature within Instagram that you could set your time limit. So if I'm scrolling for more than 10 minutes, it pops up, a notification pops up and says, you've been scrolling for 10 minutes. Is it time to take a break? Question mark. And I'm usually like, yes, thank you. And then I do. And then at in hours time, then it says like, you've hit your time for the day. And of course you could choose whether or not to ignore it and then continue or not, but at least it's there. At least the reminder is there. And I think it's super, super important to habit stack when it comes to your social media use. Yep, for sure. Emily Nichols, tell us where we can find you online. Well, Tara, thank you so much for having me on your show. You are such a bright light. I love chatting with you. Well, everyone can come find Habit Hack Your Health, our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can connect with me on Instagram at emilynichols22, where I'm sharing a lot of different atomic habits for women there. I love it. Everyone go follow Emily. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Tara. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Modern Mom Probs. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive in today's problem with me, your host, Tara Clark. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing another great guest and tackling another modern mom problem. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and a rating. As always, you could head over to Modern Mom Probs on Instagram and give me a follow or check out my book, Modern Mom Probs, A Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers, available online wherever books are sold. Well, that's it for today. See you next time, folks.